glorious Uva Ball. Hey, welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. We're doing a short show today. Uh, yes. Well, Bill Barr is trying to sell his book pretty hard in the news media right now. Trump criticized him last night. Now Bill Barr suddenly is like, Trump is a bad man. So what do you have to say about that? It's interesting because uh, yesterday I read that huge article about Roger Stone where people followed oh, him with, with a camera for, for, it looks like, almost a year. And yeah. he also had a scene like on the, on the phone after the riots, like, we have to impeach him, fucking piece of shit, whatever. Interesting, like, you have the feeling a lot of people throw Trump under the bus if they feel he's, they're not getting anything out of him anymore. Well, you, you, let, let's put context there. Uh, I was reading that Roger Stone was pissed that Jared Kushner, like Roger Stone had amassed some kind of list of people that he wanted pardoned that included yep. members of the Colombo crime family. And <laughs> uh, yeah, which is fucking crazy. And then, you know, Kushner said, fuck you. And then he said, we're going to hurt Kushner. We're going to hurt him real bad and give him a message. And next time we'll kill him. And the person who was on the documentary was insisting that he say it's a joke. But Roger Stone's like, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I know. He had a long list. And I think he had people also ready to pay money for it and stuff like this. The, the main question is how crooks like this can even survive in politics so long. But Trump is the same, right? But I just read that he, uh, the New York State Attorney will not do a trial against the Trump family for their uh, uh, taxes, whatever the tax invasion they did in New York or the, the bankruptcies and everything. So there will be nothing. And uh, so it looks like if they don't trial him for the uh, uh, January 6th, uh, for like treason, then he gets away free and without a lawsuit, what will energize him and then he will collect more money and then he will go out and try to uh, be the candidate again for the Republican Party. And a lot of people still have uh, uh, fear. A lot of people are scared. So of, of him, you know, that if he goes against you and flip com flips completely out against you, that you don't win your, your uh, elections, basically. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's, so, the, he's the self-appointed kingmaker where anybody that he touches gets uh, contaminated by his politics and his user base. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, 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 it's crazy. Um, and I um, just read also like one second ago, basically, that Zelensky, the president from Ukraine, is willing to maybe give up the two Russian uh, provinces, oh. the Donbass and the other one. So he, he signaled that, you know, but is that not exactly that what we said one week ago? Like what we said, like, look, uh, you need to make a deal as fast as possible as later he makes a deal when he's already basically circled by russian troops in his presidential palace and everything else is under russian control so why putin should take that deal yeah you know i mean that is the thing it's like it, it uh, they circle in kiev um, all the experts say it's a question now of 
um, six to seven days, you know, and and so the the your your cards are, are getting worse and worse by the minute. So I don't I don't know. Uh, I mean, I read also articles where they said the Ukrainian uh, like partisan army uh, could actually win against the Russians if they do it like what what happened in Afghanistan, you know, where the Taliban won against the Russians and the Russians retreated at one point. Yeah, everybody's so, seen Rambo 3, right? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, and, and that is the thing. It's like, I mean, uh, I just think about the human beings. I think about their life. And I don't want to be like hiding in a, a, a sewer somewhere to do a partisan war for three years or four years. I mean, it's, it's just like, I'm just thinking more like a, uh, uh, <laughs> what, like a spoiled brat maybe, but um, I, I think it's, it, it just doesn't make any um, sense not to make a deal as fast as possible. And it's as we the, said, the, the people the are crim- suffering, you know, it's the people yes. who end up paying. Yeah, it's it's 1.6 million already streamed into Poland and, and they will stream into Europe. I think all that people are never planned. Uh, to migrate so they want to go back and uh, if you wait longer and longer all the houses are gone the infrastructure is gone and to then go back to into the ukraine brings you in, in, a, in a catastrophic situation i mean it's, it would be way better they make a deal now where whatever five to ten percent of the infrastructure is destroyed not more right now so you know and um, they should just call it a day and say look you keep that that territories we uh, accepting the Krim and uh, um, as Putin said there will be not enough right so Putin will say okay but uh, I'm almost winning now here so he will say you guarantee or I want to guarantee that there is no more other countries getting into the NATO you know and and that will be a, a maybe a deal breaker but the Ukrainians cannot guarantee that. That can only the NATO guarantee. But the Ukrainians could say, we will be not part of the NATO. We guarantee that. But you also have to guarantee a, a pact that you never attack us again. You know that both deals are off the moment uh, uh, somebody breaks breaks this word or this, this contract. I mean... It's 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 a, as we said it's a loss loss situation but but I feel that there is uh, of course now slowly getting the situation gets desperate for the Ukrainians and and as more desperate it gets as less uh, they will uh, get you know so no yeah. this needs to be this is happening very fast and you know every day there's something new so. Uh, this is going to, one way or the other, this is going to wrap itself up, like you say, and probably by the end of the month, I'm going to guess. So let's hope for the best for the people. And um, I don't know, I, I'm getting kind of, I'm upset about the Russian invasion in the Ukraine, but everybody's saying, fuck the Russians and shit. Let's just chill out. I, don't, I mean, it feels like we're back in 1985 with the weird Russian xenophobia right now. I'm not. I'm not digging it. 
No, and a lot of Russians, it's not their fault what's happening now. It's their yeah. leader who made that decision, and you cannot throw people under the bus. They play whatever. Uh, they, they migrated. I mean, there are millions of Russians worldwide in all countries uh, as migrants. Uh, as I said from my son, the two best friends are both uh, from Russia, but they are uh, half Russian, half German. They speak perfectly German and stuff like this, right? And uh, I will, of course, not... Uh, be now uh, not so nice anymore to the parents or something. I mean, that is totally idiotic. It would be completely yeah. idiotic to now blame any Russian who, uh, any Russian basically, uh, for this what happens. There's only one person to blame for it. It's Putin. And as as the, the people say also, a lot of people in Russia uh, around the government had no clue that that will happen. Zero. They got not informed about it. So, I mean... You know, I mean, it's it's it is what it is. Now we have to. Um... It's reckless. That's what it fucking is. You know. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But anyway, but let's I mean, move on. We, let's move on to something else. Yeah. When you say, yeah. I just I'm watching Euphoria, uh, the second season on HBO, the one the 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 TV show. Yeah, you show. know, I I've seen things about this show being like the most popular. Can you tell us what the fuck that show's about, please? I, don't I mean, it's, yeah, they said it's on HBO. Has, only Game of Thrones had better better ratings in comparison to Euphoria. The crazy thing is... So what is it? No, it's like young people in a little town, in a college town or whatever, and they are extremely druggies, transvestites or transitioning, and uh, uh, it's very violent. Like, you know, like one girl who is... Uh, um, uh, transitioning and and uh so a pervert guy from the internet fucks her in the ass in a, in a motel room and then it turns out he is the father from the biggest football star but the biggest football star of this town is also a completely pervert i mean it's it's it, it, it's tough to explain the story it's a, it's a drama um and uh, it's a lot of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And it's created, directed, written by Sam Levinson, who played in my movie uh, Stoic, uh, one of the um, the prisoners. Uh, okay. He's the son from Barry Levinson. And he made a big career with that show because he uh, um, got that girl from uh, Spider-Man, Soraya, or whatever so that uh, uh the the girlfriend yeah, from the, yeah yeah the one yeah. that i was okay now it makes sense i was the other day i even made an episode i was like why is there um a zendaya wax museum uh statue because i barely even know who this is but i'm just i guess it's because i just don't have netflix or hbo and i'm out of it i need to get back in with like what's popular so yeah, Zendaya apparently is a big star yeah. now. I was look. She was. She was also the uh, the female star in Dune. I knew that. Yeah. But in and Dune, that, she was not in it so much. She's supposed to be the main star of part two. In part one, she was like a background player. Uh, okay. So but she's gonna no, be in part two as like a bigger character. So I'm curious to see, you know, how she. But I cannot take her. This is my problem. Is when I watch Spider Man. I cannot take her, um, I don't believe her the part because she plays that innocent girlfriend there, like the geeky girlfriend. And then you see Euphoria and she's a full-on drug-addicted lunatic. Okay, yeah, because that's the thing is that 
I see her as Spider-Man first and you see her from Euphoria first. So if you were to go to Spider-Man, you'd be like, what the fuck, Peter Parker? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, and uh, nobody it sounds like a good show. Yeah, it's it's very, very, uh, I, I mean, NC-17, you know, <laughs> it's like you see penises, vaginas, the, the opening of the second, the opening of the second season is a woman with a gun comes out of a car and goes in a strip club and in the strip club you she walks by and you see really strippers full shaved pussy like you see the pussy and then she comes in a room where her husband uh, uh, who owns the strip club gets a blowjob and she shoots him in both legs and then she walks out and leaves him that is the beginning of the second season. So, uh, and you see his penis like, uh, like in big, big wide shots when she shoots his legs. The penis is still erected. So, I mean, <laughs> if it, I can imagine that a lot of people, I mean, this kind of stuff. If I would put that in one of my films, they would like give it an X rating. They would, they, they would not Look allow. What happened with Postal and fucking the the penis in that? People went crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but but there was it in a funny way. I know, you know it not, wasn't a not in a sexual boner. way. It was yeah. just a funny, funny way, and people lost their shit about it. But but this is like a totally different dimension. And I read an article about it where they wrote the the there are a lot of complaints filed to the unions about the shooting um, because they did like sixteen to eighteen hour days, and the extras didn't have like. Porter Polis, like they didn't have like toilets, they didn't have enough food, stuff like this. So there were a lot of complaints. And um, I would say if you're an extra and you're 18 hours on set, don't complain, just pocket the money. You just made five or 600 bucks for that day. You know, after eight hours, uh, you get 50% more. After 12 hours, you get double. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of extras, I think, if a show like this is the perfect way to make shitloads of money. The main actors, they all said they don't mind that the days are so long because they like it that they have so much shooting time and enough time to uh, uh, to stage things properly and, and to, you know, to make it proper. And, and, yeah. and you know, the, if you're a, an extra on a set for a movie, when you go to the craft services table, not gonna be like fucking going to a four course dinner like <laughs> you know no exactly it's craft service or then it's just a catering thing and um i mean uh it's a it's a very good show i like it uh of course a totally different thing i'm watching also the new season of curbed enthusiasm right now with larry david that is more like that light entertainment the same like a netflix the, the the Steve Carell thing with the with the Space Force or whatever the name is Space. Uh, I don't I, know. I know what you're talking about. Space yeah, yeah. Force. So, yeah, and that that is that is easy stuff, good stuff to watch to relax. You know, to not like uh, uh, lose your lose your last nerves on everything. And uh, um, yeah. I don't know. I what I do is I just watch a lot of old movies from the 80s and the 90s, like. And I think that's very relaxing for some reason. <laughs> yes. I, I, I also like when, when Walter z z zips into like whatever, 
Kevin Home Alone or whatever, right? So I always enjoy that films too. I mean, or older Tom Hanks films. It's like they they make bring me more in an optimistic state of mind. Yeah, and uh, I really like this. You know that it's. Uh, uh, I mean, I had like we talked about the anxiety thing. It's way better now. It's way, uh, let's say, on the on the retreat. You know, but I was thinking actually maybe you even know stuff about you know the CBT oil or whatever, like the hanf oil, yeah. not the marijuana. Yeah. Is that working? That stuff. Well, you know, I would just say um, I got a medical marijuana license because the CBD is just bullshit. I think. I think okay. I mean, I, it doesn't get you high or anything. It doesn't make your body feel any different. But it, then the point is not to get high. The point is like, for example, I have um, I have this cream that has THC in it. Yeah. And I have problems with like my back and and skeletal things, yeah. nerve things. And this cream is the only cream that it doesn't make me high, but it it stimulates the red blood cells around the area. To relieve the pain, to stop um, inflammation, and you can really feel it working. It's great. So uh, there's yeah. all different types of things. I would recommend if you have the option to get a medical marijuana license, try it because it's not like smoking a joint. Like we're so used to the flower, for we're so used to you know uh, rolling a joint and smoking it. There's so many different ways that you can take it now. They have pills. They have um creams they have vapes um and they have it's all legal and you know you never want to buy anything like that from the street because in this day and age it's all fucking laced with crazy shit all of everyone's dying from fentanyl i would never fuck with hard drugs ever uh because oh. my dad my dad used to be an addict when i was growing up so i learned the hard way that shit's no good so uh, no, no I, but, but i want to get up from the from the um I take that uh, uh, like a small, not a lot of thing, but the antidepressiva, right? Yeah, so, no, so do I. But, so do I. Yeah, but only think... for for my sleep. So before my sleep, I, I take um, Mitropazan or whatever the name is, uh, uh, and I thought that I maybe get off this, that I can stop taking this in taking this oil, right? So it's like drops, but I... No, uh, I don't think that that's a re replacement that, for it. That honestly. will not work, right? So, no. yeah. Because, you know, I recently went on some kind of antidepressant and it's helped me a lot. So I would say um, there's nothing, there's no shame in taking something that makes you chemically balanced because we're getting older and, you know, from all the shit we've put in our bodies, all the chemicals, all the toxins, alcohol, various other factors that we've had throughout our lifetimes. Um, we've got to think that at some point, maybe something, some sort of chemical has become less. And all yeah. that this does is create balance and peace within ourselves so that we can focus and we, we, we don't like worry about things that don't actually matter. Because I found that before I was worrying about shit and it was consuming my time and it was stuff like Stuff that doesn't oh, fuck it. Wait one, one second here. There's my phone ringing. Wait one second. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Uh, is it your already? No. You can get it? I'm done. I'm done so I can get it. got a phone call, so I'm going to talk over it. I'm gonna edit it doesn't this matter. Out. I don't get it because I'm doing a podcast with Gary. Okay. Get it. Okay, fine. 
the good news is now I have 10 more minutes and we can actually do a little more as we do because I was supposed to pick Walter. But I think it's an important theme. I am, look, the reality is that when you stay when you, on the, the meds, basically, is what I'm saying. It's going to work. It will work. If it's working, keep it up. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that is also what the doctor told me. He, he said, uh, when I told him about the CBD oil, whatever, he said that it's just, he said that it's uh, um, peanuts and it will not replace anything. Nope. He said, and uh, and he told me I'm taking a very low dose, right? 7.5 milligram. And so it's very low, but it's enough to put me to sleep uh, in a way that I don't, because I had the anxiety coming up uh, when when it when it was bedtime, mm-hmm. right? I can go through my days totally normal. I feel it a little, but not like that I need anything for it. But we all know they're staying also uh, twenty four hours in your body. It's like not like they wearing off so fast. But but I needed something to calm down um, in a way to sleep also better. And so I will keep that. I, I will keep taking this then for now another few months, and see how it all develops. I mean, right now with the Ukraine crisis, is the wrong time to to stop. To stop. Yeah, bad yeah. time, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I know, I know. It's it's. Uh, uh, so I had that idea with that oil, but. Um, but you it, know, it has more than just. It has a half life. I'm sure that lasts throughout the day. You may not even be aware of it because that stuff stays in your system for like yes. 24 hours. That's what he said. It's it's 24-7. So he said like you, you if you take it in the morning time, then the specific medicament I get will make me a little tired. And that he said, so take it when you actually want to sleep and then you use it and then it, but it will be still in your body uh, the whole next day till the evening till you take the next one. So uh and and his his experience is three months at least you need to take this. So he said like it it doesn't really uh, it brings your brain to a in a way exactly what you said there's something missing in your brain, and that is covering it up in a way that you function completely and you are not having anxieties or depression and you yeah. feel way better. And he said and then. After three months or six months, whatever is better, you can you can slowly uh, slide it out and see how it works. And he said, if if it if it doesn't work, you need to take it again. You know, yeah, so you know, uh, it's like I'm on the very lowest dose too of an antidepressant slash anxiety reducer, and you know, I think it's it's done a lot of great things because. I like you, I would wake up, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would be extremely fucking anything that was bothering me, I would be super pissed about in the middle of the night. And I would probably be my most livid and I would write fucking really pissed off emails and shit. I would just be an (laughs) asshole. And it sucks. Like I was interrupting my sleep. I was tired during the day. And it was making me a fucking dick. So I feel better. You know, I feel much better now. Yeah, that is good. Because it's also like, in my case, it's sim- similar. I started sleeping and I waked up. And then I couldn't sleep. Like, between like, whatever, I waked up at two, I waked up at three. And I couldn't sleep then for one and a half, two hours. Yeah. Exactly like you. Then everything went through my head. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. The, and stress came up. 
and you feel like you twist and turn and twist and turn. And then when I finally, when I'm out again, I get up. You know, like when you're like, oh, finally, you you think you're yeah. in deep sleep, and then like uh, the the hell breaks out at home, and I have to get up. And uh, so that is the worst, you know, like to not get good sleep or or no sleep or whatever. That is the I think one of the worst things what can happen. Well, then you have kids on top of it, and you have to have energy for that. I can't even imagine how I would function. Yeah, that is the thing. You have to. Yeah. That is, I, I drive Walter to school in the morning and um, I get up, he gets up like around 6.40 and I get up same time, you know. So uh, now when you when you roll in your bed and it's 5 a.m. and you, you're still not sleeping, uh, then you think like, oh my fucking God, in like one and a half hours, everything is over. Yeah, and then everybody asks me why I'm fucking so tired, and then yeah. they just think I'm being a dick for just being a dick's sake. Like, that's not, it's not me. So I yeah. think that these pills have helped stabilize a lot of things, like my mood and my sleep schedule, and I just feel more like a fucking human being again, you know? <laughs> no, totally. And um, by the way, so on Friday and Saturday, I'm shooting here with a friend of mine, um, who did the making of to my new film, um, a, like a film seminar. Right. So, and if that works and we will start selling that and putting it online in Germany, then I will do the same thing in English and yeah. you can uh, launch it in the US. So we want to do, uh, I think four or five episodes, each like 30 minutes long. Great. Where I explain filmmaking from scratch like from scratch including that of course i give a lot of experience and whatever anecdotes from my films but at the same time it's something you can and he will do the graphics he will do like a lot of uh, computer stuff with it where you where you see like the scanned scripts a budget stuff like this and okay. uh you know so that it's it's really like something um you can then order on amazon you can uh have a physically DVD of it, but but normally it's just online, and you just sign up, and then yeah. you you can watch it. And I think that is a good idea. He convinced me to do it, um, and um, I'm looking forward to tape that we do that. It is a great Friday. idea. Yeah, yeah. no, I I bought one of those once from Masterclass. I bought the Kevin Spacey acting classes, and he teaches acting classes with a group, and yeah, and and the gla the class would like go forward. And they would give improvisation and he would explain, they would critique each other's improv and then he would explain what he felt they were doing wrong. A lot of the times it was like people just were too self-conscious and they weren't flowing. It was a pretty interesting way to learn more about being a more natural actor. Uh, but yeah, those, 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 um, those programs are beneficial and I think yeah. yours would be very interesting. So that's a great idea. Yeah, you know, and I felt like, why not? It's like two days, uh, uh, like hard work for me because we shoot a lot of stuff. But then he has a lot of work to do. And, um, but we could not shoot in two days everything in German and English. So we just do the German one. And uh, if if it sells good, he can do all the, um, yeah. uh, like the graphics and everything in English himself. And then he has to, he drives back here 
and then we just shoot two days, two more days in English, and then we we do it there. So I, I felt it's why not? It's a good idea. And uh, test the yeah. waters and see what kind of response you get, and then we'll take it from there. That sounds great. Exactly. You know, if you sell two of them, forget it. But if you sell two hundred of them, why not doing it in English? Well, let's let's remember when I bought the Kevin Spacey thing, it was fucking over a hundred dollars. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, we want to charge. I think uh, not that something much. like thirty bucks or forty bucks. That's a good price. That's a good deal. Yeah, you know that it's not too expensive. Uh, uh, I, I don't have the star power of Kevin Spacey, but I also didn't rape so many people like him. <laughs> so, and, and from this point of view, so you know, uh, I, I think that this is a fair price, and uh, um, and it's also for me kind of interesting to go back to the basics. Yeah. You know, to 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 go back and actually uh, um, um, structure filmmaking uh, for people they want to do it, but they never did it. And I think that that could be actually very helpful, even for me again. Uh, uh, so indirectly, I go back to film school. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, this would be a great way to re-motivate yourself and motivate other people into the world of filmmaking. That's really viable. Great idea. Yeah. Okay, I think uh, so our half an hour we did. I think for okay. today is enough. So everybody, thanks for tuning in to Uva Ball Raw USA. Uva Ball's on Twitter. You can reach him at Uva Ball 7 I'm on Twitter as Gary Otto Zero. We will see you next time. Please share this show on your social media feeds. Take care, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.